Hey. Hey. Did that just really happen? I know, right? I can't believe it. I'm so excited. Wow. Love that for you. No. Love that for us. Hello and welcome back to the Love That For Us podcast. I'm your host, Emily. And I'm Paige. And today we're going to be talking about the ups and downs of our experience with the pandemic and coming home from college, how we felt, how we feel now, what we've learned, all that jazz. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) But first, we're going to start off on a light and easy note and we're going to ask each other some random this or that questions. So my theme questions that I pulled our summer edition. And mine are about being alone. <laughs> Very fitting for this time. Exactly. So we're going to go back and forth. I'll start out with mine. Paige, yes. ice cream or popsicles? I think ice cream because my favorite ice cream is coffee ice cream and I'm, mm. I'm all about coffee 24-7. I'd pick ice cream too for sure because I have always liked, I don't know, Especially in summer. Well, I know popsicles are a summer thing, but I always lean towards ice cream whenever we're getting yeah ice cream. <laughs> or yeah, pops- like when, whenever we're out, you're like, I'd rather get ice cream than go to get like a popsicle place. Yeah, except we went to that pop bar together. That was really good. That was really good when they dipped it in the chocolate. But I think I just like chocolate because I always go for chocolate ice cream. You're even cho- though you're a chocoholic, 100%. Yeah, even though strawberry is my favorite flavor really but i didn't I, know that <laughs> yeah of anything i always like strawberry but i go towards chocolate more anyway so do you like strawberry scented things mm-hmm. oh interesting yeah well if it's scent i think peach is my favorite yes yeah <laughs> i felt that peach mm-hmm. or mango right very fruity fruity girl all right like i'm that. ready for your alone <laughs> this alone or that time edition okay would you rather be in silence or have loud music playing? Loud music playing. Yes. Dance party all day. Yeah. N- no, I like hear things in the sound. Si- no. <laughs> <laughs> I hear the I hear the sound. I hear too much of my own thoughts in silence and sometimes that's okay, but usually I just like to dance it out. Oh yeah. You should hop on her Instagram and see those <laughs> see those dance stories. No, but I felt that. I feel like when I'm at home, if it's too quiet, like, I have to be listening to music unless there's, like, background sound from a TV or, like, someone washing the dishes. Oh, yeah. Like, people have to be doing things for me to be able to focus. Especially if I'm alone. I need yeah. something else going on. I'm, like, on. I can hear everything in my head and outside. I'm making me crazy. <laughs> exactly. Okay, next question from you. Yes. Um, tropical trip or camping trip? Which one? Can I say both? <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Both. I, I mean, I guess that's adventure. not, that's not okay. the game. If I, ha- if I had to choose, for summer edition, I think I'd rather go on a tropical trip than go camping. Because I feel like I can go camping any time of the year. Yeah, that's true. I'd choose a tropical trip just because of how much I love the beach. And I could get tan. I love being tan. <laughs> I bet you could go camping on the beach. <laughs> okay. Next question. Would you rather read a book or binge watch Netflix? I'm going to have to go with binge watch Netflix. A Rodnunsky staple. Yes. Office all day. 
Every Parks day. and Rec on the side. New Girl. New Girl's great. Shit's like, Creek is the best. Yes. Shit's Creek stands. Yes. This podcast was inspired by Shit's Creek. If you know the character Alexis, we got our podcast name from her. It was inspired yes. by her. Yes, it was. 100%. So, like, we had a trip down in Huntington and, like... Oh, wait. Are we going back to... How we actually started the podcast? I mean, like, I guess we can. Sure. I mean, we're talking about it. Yeah. Okay. So how did this idea come to life, Paige? Well, okay. We've been talking about the podcast for like a year or over a year. And then we really got serious about it. And then we went on a little trip down to the beach. Had a little, what was it? How long were we there? Four or five days? Yeah. Four Four days? days? Yeah. We were in like in Huntington for... About four days, that's, like, some place out in California. And this is, it just kind of came from there. We watched Shit's Creek every single day Yeah, Paige hadn't seen it yet, so I had to show it to her. We finished the series. And we were in the middle of trying to figure out what to name the podcast. And we found it very fitting. It was. It was extremely fitting. Okay, back to the game. Summer edition, this or that. Paige, ocean or pool? ocean oh for sure 100% ocean <laughs> yeah I need to be by people like being in my own house drives me crazy oh yeah 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 I just love the ocean it feels like home that's why yeah. when I was at school and we'd take a trip to the beach it just like felt so homey to me <laughs> I was no longer homesick just listening to the waves it was nice yeah we've talked about how the waves are just a different kind of sound yeah they make you feel some sort of way they do okay at least us. Yeah. <laughs> okay, next question. Morning or night? Morning. Yeah. I'm a big morning person. She's a sunshine gal. Yes. You wake with the sun. I do. When the sun's up, I'm up. When the sun's down, I'm cranky. <laughs> <laughs> she gets no. a little, she's a little feisty. Yeah, I, yeah, okay. <laughs> but I have fun at night. I just love being up early in the morning before anyone's awake. And if I'm like out for a run super early and you know that like smell of the it's like the Is dew. it the air, the dew? Yeah. It's just like it's the so combo nice. of it all. It's so calming. Great way to start the day. It really is. Also, you just like, you realize if you wake up early, it's like nine o'clock and your day is just in full, mm-hmm. full swing. You so, feel good. So would you choose morning? I feel like you're a night owl. I am a night owl, <laughs> but like I'm a night owl who wakes up early. So I don't get... So like, you don't sleep. That's I what you're sleep, saying. But I sleep really good. Wow. I don't know. I, I what just, a life you're living. <laughs> master it all. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. It depends on the day. I mean, I usually end up staying up late at night, but I do like to wake up early. So it's a little bit mm-hmm. of a struggle, <laughs> I but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have a very, very difficult question. Oh, goodness. Which I don't know if I could answer. Oh, goodness. Strawberries or watermelon? Strawberries. Really? You answer that so easily. <laughs> okay, it's because strawberries are like my go-to summer staple fruit. You know, I can, I can see that Because I feel like, yeah, I love watermelon though, but just strawberries, are just, they hit a you little You can just different. rely on them a little more. You always, watermelon. you just know your, it's, strawberries are always a solid choice. They're always there for you. They are. Mm-hmm. No, I forgot about chocolate strawberries. They're now so I'm going to say. underappreciated. Yeah, no, now I have to choose strawberries because I forgot about that. Because you can't gonna, dip. Like watermelon. That's, yeah, things. that's what I was gonna say. You can juice a watermelon. You can make watermelon juice. Yeah, but why? <laughs> <laughs> I know people who really like watermelon. Really? Ju- I guess yeah. I've never had it, so I shouldn't judge it so fast. Yeah. 
it's not my favorite, but, like, I know people oh, have done it. Okay, I see. I'm just a strawberry girl. Strawberry smoothies. Like, you can do so much more with a strawberry. Okay, you're right. I would definitely choose strawberry. Wait, I just had that whole conversation about how strawberry is my favorite Yeah, I'm flavor. like, why Why was this so difficult for I you? Guess this should have been an easy answer, Emily. Because my mom just cut really good watermelon before we oh, recorded this podcast, yeah. so it's on the Me brain. Me too. I got a really good one. Really? And I'm like... Maybe it's the year the pandemic's <laughs> taking a turn. An upside. <laughs> okay, I I switch it. My answer before it's not a hard question. It's strawberries. Strawberries are my favorite. Of course, one hundred percent. Okay, do you prefer to exercise or take a nap? Exercise. Mm-hmm. Me too. Because then if I take a nap, I just get more tired. Yeah. But then sometimes I really need to take a nap. I take a nap and I feel like sick. Yeah, I get that too. But there's some days, like two days ago, when I just, I couldn't stay You're having a rough day. No. Yeah. yeah. I just, I had to. I don't. Plus I banged into a wall, so my head hurt. <laughs> you just completely walked. You had like low-key a concussion, but it's fine. Yeah, that's fine. So it's I, great. I, I don't reason. think you're supposed to sleep with those, but who knows? Oh, no. Well, I was tired. I, I took a nap anyway. Science, science is a little bit I don't think I had a concussion at all. You're like, I, I just, just had ran a into really a glass wall. <laughs> I just rammed great. into a wall. It was at work, so that was great. In front of lawyers. <laughs> Fun. In front of adults. <laughs> I think I'd have to say exercise, just because I don't like to not be productive. It's like I'm going to sleep at night anyway, so I might as well power through the day. Right, that's how I feel. It's like Plus, I may not be doing anything, but I can just sit and relax at mm-hmm. least. Yeah, exercising makes me feel so much better too, where he's like the endorphins doesn't, but sometimes it does. Sometimes it's really helpful, yeah. but more often... I will always choose to exercise, wake up early. Because well, I noticed, like, when I was at school, I think I took maybe three naps the whole year. And it was because I didn't, like, voluntarily take a nap. Like, I was just doing something, and I'd wake up and be like, what just happened? Wow, really? Yeah, I don't because, nap. Oh, wow. So I never napped until I got to college, and then it was, like, once a day. <laughs> You're like, I need a nap. Well, because I, like, sleep, like, a rock, like, at night. I don't wake up. You oh, can, so like, smack me, why. and I just, like, out cold. Mm. There's no getting me up in the middle of the night unless I'm really uncomfortable mm-hmm. or like thirsty. I don't know. Right. But yeah, naps. I didn't have time for naps either. Yeah, neither did I, but you know. <laughs> You're just like, I made them fit in that schedule. Yeah, I had some where I had a class and then I had another class after that one in like 45 minutes. So I slept for a half an hour. You're <laughs> like, like, okay, off the class now. You have bed, bed head, it bed, worked. I made bad it breath. <laughs> That's what you got to do when you're in the dorms. That is true. <laughs> Plug to go listen to our first episode about our college Experience. freshman year experience. Shameless plug. <laughs> summer fling or long-term love? I'm on that summer fling thing. <laughs> you know me. I Actually, do. we're going to be talking about that. Um, your homegirl just got out of a relationship, so we're out of the dating game. It's not appealing at all. <laughs> <laughs> we'll dive into that more when we get further into the episode. Yes, of course. What about you? I'm on the same page with yes. your page. <laughs> Snaps for that. Single lady summer. Yes. Okay. Would you rather spend the night out or the night in? Out. My little party girl. Yeah, I think Blossoming. I spend more nights in, though. <laughs> I mean, don't I'd we like all? to spend them out. <laughs> but no. Yeah. Yeah, I felt that. I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence between both. That's a harder question for me than the mm-hmm. strawberry versus watermelon. <laughs> 
I feel like well that one ended up not being a hard question at all I just like, after some more consideration we figured out that that was wrong <laughs> I figured out that strawberry is my favorite flavor or they are the superior fruit right <laughs> yeah I don't know I don't have an answer I can't answer that question I'm both oh, come on Paige well, I'm kidding. You can it depends on the day. Stuff. It depends on the day. Some no, days I get I'm, it. I'm a, you know me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know me. Some days people just aren't my thing. Oh, yeah. I understand. <laughs> I get a little bit cranky. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last this or that question for me. Paige, sundress or shorts? Oh, shorts. You cannot catch me dead in a dress. I'm going to pick dress. I know you. <laughs> I knew you were going to pick dress. I mean, I dresses are cute. They're just not me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm picking dress even though I don't have that many sundresses. I just got one, so... Ooh, got a little saucy with yeah. it. <laughs> but yeah, I'd, I I consider myself more girlier than some... More girlier than me. Yeah, they're... Yeah. I'm out here, I'm like, I like my sweatshirts and my shorts. And you look great. Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Okay. Let's see. Last question. Would you rather make something or buy something? This is oh. interesting because you can be crafty sometimes. Yeah. But I feel like I don't make much. <laughs> I know. So I'd rather don't... buy, I guess. Yeah. Would you? It depends on what the item is. Yeah, it would depend. Like, I have never practiced making clothes for myself, oh, so I I'm could... not going to I tried make sewing. Oh, gosh. I tried sewing. Oh, Yeah. It did not end well for me. I have a sewing machine because when I was younger, my grandparents really thought I'd be a sewer. Oh. <laughs> it never worked out. I've never sewed a thing in my life. So I tried to make a bandana for my dog. Oh, cute. But it doesn't fit around his neck. Aww. I measured it and it doesn't work. And I was oh, like, no. oh, okay. So now he just has a new like little blanket. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I think I'm, I think I'd buy more than, if it's clothes, I'd buy more than I'd make. Yeah. I've actually sewn a lot, but point shoes and I don't know how much that counts because that's just a simple in and out stitch so I don't know how to do anything besides that (laughs) that's true you you became a pro at that though yeah at that one thing but other than that that. no (laughs) you're like now I'm retired so okay we're gonna take a break and get into the actual episode And we are back, and we are going to get into the episode about our ups and downs during this COVID pandemic. So Paige and I have both picked three struggles that we have gone through since the pandemic started, and then three good things that we think have come out from our experiences. Yes. So, Emily, how about you start with your first struggle during COVID? Okay, I'm going to start off from the very beginning, (laughs) when we came home from school, a little unexpectedly, a little early, not knowing if we were going to go back. Definitely a surprise, yeah. Yes, so if you didn't hear the previous episode, I was in a long-term relationship with my high school boyfriend, and we broke up at the beginning of school. So I think by the time um, I it came around that we had to go home, I had made a lot of progress, like, I was doing great. You. We're on mm-hmm. that bus. We're getting I out. Was, yes. And I also, at that time, was finally, like, finally finding my niche in school and fitting in. And mm-hmm. I was just, like, right about to dive into, like, 
You're just getting settled. Exactly. Like, I finally got settled. Like, at the time I got yeah. settled was the time that we had to go home. You're like, great, love this. Yeah, so I think that was a little disappointing because I finally found myself in college or found where I should be, was it having a great time. And that's the point where, like, once I got to that point was the point where we came home, which was a little disappointing. Um, and then also coming home since this is where um, most of my relationship that had ended took place, I felt like I had lost a good amount of progress when I came back. Um, definitely much better than, like... <laughs> The month that we first broke up. Yeah, but I think a lo- this coming back home resurfaced a lot of memories that you had suppressed exactly. or gotten over. That's what was great, actually, about being at school, is that I had no memories with him there. It was all new memories. With, yeah, with Weird Al guy. That is who Weird we're talking Al, yes. about. <laughs> and I, yeah, so that was good about going away to school and getting over it there or getting through it, rather, (laughs) is that I didn't have memories there. So when I came back, I think it all just hit me a little hard because I had finally, like, gotten through a good portion of (laughs) You're getting through it. Yeah, my... Yeah. The whole breakup experience. And I was doing really well, and then coming back, I just was so down on myself because I felt like I had set myself back so... Not, it wasn't that far, but a good no. amount in my progress. But also just the whole healing. situation itself kind of made it, I think, a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. And then everywhere was a trigger. Like, exactly. Everywhere um, in the city that we live, we did a lot of things together. And like in your this house one itself. Place. In also, our house too. Like you're in high school. You can't really, you're not going to someone else's right. house. So when I came home, I didn't specifically think like, oh, like, this is where we did this. It just, we would drive past a place and I'd, like, it would just come into my head. Yeah. And that was a little bit hard to deal with coming back. Um, But now I've definitely been a lot better over the last few months since it happened. And I think it was good to kind of readdress all of those feelings again after I had... <laughs> it kind of, it wasn't great. <laughs> it was a but bit of a struggle. I, I guess like it was nice having like my mom to talk to mm-hmm. and like going through that and having um her here to just have a shoulder to cry on yeah. a few days. Um but that's normal. Like right. not everyone's just like oh up and out of a relationship. It takes a lot yeah. people a long time to get over people. Right. Like I felt like I was pretty pretty good but to also, go. But also a lot of people say like you don't really get over someone until you find someone new. That's what I've heard too. So it's kind of like it makes everything a little difficult. Yeah, and then I thought um that that would help and it <laughs> did <laughs> for a little bit. Um and then I came home and it just all surfaced back a little bit, um, I think because I just didn't have those memories in Oregon. So coming back, I had to work through it a little more than I had to the past few months. I think you really had to address them at that point. Yeah, because I had before, but this is the time to like buckle down on it yeah. and really... Well, because also... Work the, through the pain that I still was feeling because well, my breakup, heart still hurt from what happened. Yeah, I mean, that's just a given. You guys were yeah. in a really long relationship. You guys broke up when you were in Oregon. 
So you didn't have to, like, deal with it at home with the constant reminders. Right. So that, I think, also was, like, a different aspect, and that might have been why you also were struggling when you were home. Right. So, props to you. Thank you. (laughs) No, I'm doing so good now. I feel so good. Really good about it. She's (laughs) glowing. Thank you. (laughs) Okay, Paige, your turn. So one, probably the biggest struggle that I had during the pandemic was... I was in a relationship with a person from school, um, and we actually ended up breaking up. We broke up like two months into the pandemic, basically, when we both were sent home. So I went and visited him out where he lived. He lives on the other side of the country, actually, during our spring break when we all got sent home, and we all thought, oh, we're coming back to school. We're going to have our school at school, obviously. Everyone really thought that, and it ended up we didn't have that. We kind of grew apart a little bit during the pandemic and over that time. And I think both of us, well, he's the one who pointed out. He pointed out that, like, he changed a lot and, like, there's things he needs to, like, focus on and grow on. And so we ended up splitting up. We're on good terms. We're going to try to be friends. But right now we're not really speaking to each other because I think we both needed some time away from each other to really kind of process the relationship, kind of find ourselves again So that was obviously a really big struggle that I had to deal with at the beginning of the quarantine. And obviously Emily was there for me. She was there the day we broke up. And I was like, Emily, we broke up. And she's like, I got you. I'm coming over. So I I just ran outside to (laughs) my car and I was like, I'm coming over. (laughs) So yeah, I think that was really difficult, especially because during the pandemic for me, my gym was closed and like, everything was not normal obviously it wasn't no when no one had a sense of normalcy anywhere and for me where like I released a lot of stresses in the gym and I didn't have that and I also like lost basically one of my best friends at the time so that was definitely a struggle and I think I think it's kind of like a blessing in disguise that we did end up separating because I don't know after we broke up I kind of just realized like goals that I had and like things that I want to do in the future and I feel like if I was in a relationship and it ended up being a long-term relationship that I would sacrifice, like unconsciously sacrifice some things that I wanted to be in a relationship. So it was good. It ended up, it's nothing bad. Like we aren't talking right now, but we're still on good terms. We'll update, I'll update you guys later and see how we're doing later on in the future. Cause I haven't, we don't really know when we're going to see each other again, but we're both going back to school in a couple of months. So we'll see what happens. Also, a breakup is a breakup. Even yeah. though you're on good terms doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. So. Yeah, you still got to go through all the emotions. So right. definitely, definitely have the ups and the downs. This and to go through that during yeah. the pandemic and during feelings that arise from that on top of that. Yeah, so that's probably that's not why, easy for you. I'm sorry. That's why I was like, this is probably the biggest struggle. But like, I got in touch with other things like other hobbies, other interests and kind of just reflected on a lot of things. So mm-hmm. It's not completely awful. It still sucks, but it's not terrible. Right. Yeah. Okay, how about you? What was... We're just going to talk about struggles first, and then we're prob- we're going to go into the better aspects of COVID. So what was your other struggle that you had during this pandemic? So I think at the very beginning, it was very hard for me to get into a good routine. Yeah. Um. Well, when we first came back, it was finals week for me and then Ooh, that was rough probably. yeah well you had that too I thought no because I I was still at school oh, you were when still I was in school. finals okay. and then I we had spring break so that's when I went 
to visit my ex-boyfriend's family. Right. So, like, our when I came back, I had a week, and then we started school. Okay. Yeah, so, actually, the finals week for me was... It was fine. Like, yeah. it, it worked out okay. Um, and then right after that was spring break. So, like, I don't... I felt like I didn't need to be in a routine because it was supposed to be a, like break a break anyway. <laughs> I was like, I'll let myself have this. But then getting back into it after that was hard with, like working out again, finding that motivation. Mm-hmm. Like, now that I was home, I could snack more. And you just, like, there's nothing, like, everything was closed. Right. Yeah, so I was home, I was being a little lazy, and I did gain a little weight, and it was not comfortable for me because I, honestly, I was the fittest that I've been in college. Yeah. I think because I was walking so much to class. Yeah, oh, 100%. Like, that's a big part of that, but also I was, like, um, really on top of working out. And I think I just got really down on myself because I did put on a little weight. And I'm, it really wasn't much looking back on it. When but you're I, just every, I think, especially girls, we're, and boys too, honestly, like we're all very critical of our bodies. Mm-hmm. And like you look at it so much and it's just like, you can't tell what's different and like what's too much and what's too little. Right. And as women, especially, we fluctuate so much. Every hour, every minute. Yeah. Every <laughs> once a month, I gain like two pounds. Honestly, yeah. every, you all know what that time we're talking about <laughs> yeah. is. Being bloated is great. But yeah, I just had to deal with my emotions that way on top of like getting into a new routine, being at home again, missing school, missing this experience I was supposed to have about... Missing people. Yeah, I was... Well, because I was so excited to go away, go to a different state, yeah. and then that cut got cut short, and I'm back home, and I have to figure this out again. On and top of other on emotions top of you're dealing what with. we just talked about earlier. And then, yeah, it really... It, it wasn't that much. It was just noticeable to me yeah. that I put on a little bit because I was... Um, working out a lot at school and then I just kind of stopped well and just during this pandemic I feel like everyone's kind of hard on themselves to begin with so Mm -hmm. that probably didn't help it either yeah (laughs) well okay let's see do you consider yourself are you like a stress eater no I'm not a stress eater or an emotional eater I'd say I eat if there's nothing going on you're like a bored eater like I eat yeah but it's not I wouldn't say it's a problem I just really love food (laughs) so sometimes my portions are a little bigger and that's fine I think it's just because I stopped working out and I was eating the same amount yeah um that that, really gets you mm -hmm. so yeah that made me feel a little down on myself but you know I realized that I shouldn't be too hard on myself and I'll talk about that more when we get into the positives of our experiences right now yes of course Okay, so my next struggle during COVID was social media. I think a lot of people can relate where you kind of, you're bored, you're not doing anything, there's nothing to do, you want a distraction, so you hop on Twitter, hop on Instagram, hop on Snapchat, and you kind of get into like this dark hole of stalking people's profiles, like looking at what other people are doing, and you kind of get into this like, bad mindset where you just like are constantly comparing yourself to other people in their lives 24 7 and I think I really started to do that and so for me I kind of I was struggling with that a lot and 
obviously it was just really bad for my mental health. I was just super down on myself. And I've actually started doing like 24 hours, no social media days. So that's awesome. I tried it out on Saturday, actually this past Saturday. And honestly, it was the best day of my life. Like, oh, good. I did. So I don't think people realize how much like time is wasted, honestly, on social media, because I've had my phone away from me the whole day. And I mean, I read like half of a book in two hours. Like I just put so much more into my day and was doing so much more. And I felt uh-huh. so much better about myself in general than I did when I usually would just be scrolling through Instagram or scrolling through this and just doing mindless things like that. And I'm actually having a no social media day today. And Are I'm you? having a great day. <gasps> Good. So I recommend that to anyone. Like if you find yourself just constantly being on social media, constantly feeling just like, constantly feeling like you're comparing yourself to others and just being super critical of yourself just try going for social like try going not going on social media for 24 hours and it's 24 hours like anyone can do it and you'll I swear you guys will just see a difference like mentally and just what you do in your day and how much more you appreciate just being present with other people and just yourself it's amazing oh that's great now I'm gonna have to do that tomorrow yeah sounds like a great so nice okay how about you? What's your last struggle that you've had? What's last most prominent struggle you've had during COVID? Um, I would say figuring out school on top of this. <laughs> what do you mean figuring out? Like how, what do you mean? So when, like, I guess it goes along with the other two things I've been talking about, but just being home and being out of the routine of being at school mm-hmm. and having your study spots and just now getting back to being cooped up in your room. So like motivation for school? Yeah, motiv- definitely motivation. Okay. And also, I guess routine too. I'd start to leave things to the last minute. Which you think like we'd have a lot more time now. But then I'd get hard on myself because I thought, wow, I have so much time. Like why am I struggling? It's the dark spiral. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah, so that was difficult. Um, I think more so in the beginning... I still left uh, some things to the last minute in the end, but that happens sometimes. I think, yeah. But it's just planning. You'd rather plan mm-hmm. than do. Right. So I think motivation for school was difficult. And like I said before, I was really excited, especially spring term in Eugene. Aww, it's supposed so to be really pretty, pretty and like the best time to be at school. So I would like see pictures of people on campus and like, Jealous, you're like, man, I wish I was there. It's like the flowers are out, and I want to be like sitting in the grass doing my Uh homework, but I'm here in my room. (laughs) Even though California is obviously a beautiful place. Yeah, I know. I just, I shouldn't complain. It's just different. Um, being out of like the like you can't can't go anywhere besides your house, especially in the beginning. Right now, it's a little different, but before I just keep finding new places in my house. Like I'm gonna go sit under the tree in my backyard. I'm gonna go like sit in a corner of the room upstairs <laughs> in the door <laughs> try to make it work by myself well we're most of your I know some classes have live lectures and some are recorded where most of yours mm-hmm. recorded half of them were live and half were recorded but ha- the ones that were live recorded anyway yeah so then I got into the good habit at the beginning of going to the live ones. of going to the live ones and then towards the end I started to well, only that, watch the recording that makes it so much harder too because I know my like, some of my classes right now in summer school are recorded, and I'm, like, it's finals week, and I'm still not finished with all of them. It's uh-huh. it's hard to keep yourself, like, accountable and on schedule, especially doing right, right. now when 
a lot of things are not in a routine Mm -hmm. to stay up to date and on top of that because it's it takes a lot of motivation to just sit there and stare at a screen for an hour and a half and take notes and pay attention especially when you're not physically there like with all the senses being like focused on one thing all right Paige what's your last point on a struggle you went through okay my last struggle was probably feeling guilty about not doing things Mm. because I mean you and I both know we're both very busy body people like we like to constantly be doing things our schedules are very full at all times and I think going into the pandemic I couldn't train because no gym facilities were open I wasn't going anywhere because everything was closed I was stuck at home with five people in my house there was five of us because my grandparents were staying with us at the time Uh so it was a little crowded (laughs) and just not being at school either and being surrounded by the people, it made it really hard. And so you kind of get into like weeks or days where you just have no motivation to do anything and you want to rest, but you can't enjoy resting because you're guilty. Like you feel guilty about it. Like I would sit there and watch TV and be like, I shouldn't be watching TV. I need to be doing things. I should be reading a book. I should be cleaning my room. I should be catching up, getting ahead on school. And so I think I really struggled with just giving myself like the permission to sit and enjoy not doing things Mm -hmm. so yeah that was probably the third biggest struggle I had and I know we've talked about that too right yeah yeah so that was definitely it's definitely a hard time (laughs) okay but now we're done with all the sad struggles of COVID and we're gonna kind of end this segment on a lighter note and talk about some of the better things that have come from this experience. So what's your first? Yeah. So for this note, <laughs> I, I just wrote Paige. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> so when my mom listened to the previous episode and the one before that too, thanks mm-hmm. mom for listening to both. <laughs> yeah, Mama Rednensky. <laughs> she came to me and said, Emily, I think... The one thing that I really took from your podcast so far is that you can always count on your girlfriends. Yes. (laughs) And I think that's one thing that I've learned during this pandemic, during quarantine, is that I can always rely on my friends to (laughs) to talk to because they're usually going what I'm going through, especially Paige, we're a lot alike. (laughs) Yes, we are always in sync for the most part. It's really scary. (laughs) But specifically, it really brought us together, I think, because we've always both been busybodies in the past and haven't had that time in the day. Well, there we did hang out together, (laughs) but it was not easy to always find. It was definitely you couldn't just spontaneously hang out. It was always like, oh, I'll see you next week at five o'clock and six o'clock. That's your time (laughs) slot. That's what you get. Yeah, which. Obviously, at the beginning of the pandemic, we weren't seeing each other, but we were talking a lot and FaceTiming, and we hadn't been doing that at school because we kind of went off and was doing our separate things. But that's just kind of how our friendship has always worked. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's just what makes it so great, honestly, is that Mm -hmm. we don't have to be like, oh, what are you doing today? What are you doing today? Like, constantly talking to each other to have this kind of bond. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But yeah, no, I'm just grateful that this experience has brought... Paige and I a lot closer. Me and yes. Paige. What's the grammar there? It's late. I know we're not this. grammatical. It's okay. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, I'm just grateful for that and for the experiences we've shared so far and because we picked each other as quarantine buddies. Yes. <laughs> She's in my bubble. My other. quarantine bubble. Yes. <laughs> yes. No. It's been fun. It's mm-hmm. been nice getting to see you all the time. I know. It's so I nice. I have to get my fill in before we both leave for school again. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Paige came over last night and I just hadn't been having a good day. And after, I was just so much better. I felt like weight was lifted off my shoulders. Aww. And that's like what my mom said. You can always rely on your girlfriends. Yes. Because I felt so much better. So thank we, you. We always have those dance parties. <laughs> exactly. They go a little crazy sometimes, but it's all right. Watch <laughs> the mood. <laughs> all right, Paige. What's one thing that... It's a good thing that you've been through. So my are going through. first like good thing from that came out of covid was this podcast yay i was talking to one of my friends who's actually going to be coming to live with me in a little bit and we were just catching up and she had asked about the podcast and i literally told her i said this is one of like the best things that has happened since quarantine started like this is probably like the highlight of quarantine for me because we have been talking about it for so much like so long Mm -hmm. and we plan a whole, we plan a lot and things don't yeah. usually happen. So the fact that it happened is amazing. And just being able to have like a talk every week. Right. Just getting kind of deep into our feelings and just speak our minds. Yeah, no, this is just a podcast about our therapy sessions. Yeah, like this is a usual thing. This is what we do regularly. And now it's just recorded for everyone to hear. Right. So I think for me, this podcast has probably been the highlight of quarantine and obviously that comes with the package of getting Emily too. Aww. So she is, she's also my first on the list. And Thanks, yeah, Paige. just being able to sit and talk with her, hang out, and just be together before we have to separate is so Aww. fun and so nice. And I've missed it. But we're going to live together in the future. So it's fine. Exactly. We're just prepping. <laughs> but I love too that now we've set this podcast so that we. We'll never like, a be reason. out of touch. Yeah, there's a so that reason that when we go to school, touch. we'll always be talking. I'm always like, Emily, it's our FaceTime of the week. Get on. Yay. Put down your homework. It's time for me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Love that for us. Yes, we love that for us. <laughs> okay. What is the second best thing about COVID for you? I couldn't say COVID for a <laughs> I would say getting to spend a lot of time with my family, which I am very grateful that I have... An amazing and sweet family your to family spend is, my quarantine honestly, with. I've always said your family is the kindest people I've ever met. Thanks, Paige. Of <laughs> but obviously we still bicker. We get annoyed at each other, it's as all families do. But I think it's been nice, especially having my sisters. I did miss them a lot, and my older sister has been away at college for a long time now. Yeah. And I would call her a lot when I was at school for advice and sisterly talk (laughs) and same with my younger sister I'd always love to call them but being with them and just especially at the beginning spending just 24 hours together like it was like old times it was like old times it it was like us like being together playing barbies we actually in the beginning my mom was like you guys are all here and you don't have much to do like right now because it was spring break um, and she was like, I should get out all your old toys. So we got all of our old toys. Yeah, they're in our garage. Oh my gosh, I forgot about the shrine, the Barbie shrine. Yeah, we still have most of the Barbie. We are in the former Barbie shrine right now, yeah. actually. <laughs> but yeah, so we got out all of our old toys and it was so sweet. And I think just my love for my sisters has grown. 
like since the pandemic obviously it just keeps That's growing the thing ever. <laughs> oh but don't <laughs> we do get annoyed at each other well, still. I mean, that's a given. Like, you can't ever escape yeah, that. That's but, every person. <laughs> but I'm grateful. Like, we got to go on a van life um, camping trip together. Yeah. And we wouldn't have done that because um, my older sister and I would have been in school. And, yeah, so that was a great experience. And I also, just being with my parents, I think we yeah. have, we had a lot of time um now is kind of shifting back to like us doing our own things going back to our normal life but at the beginning it was like we had a lot of time spending with each other and finally like talking about our, our feelings getting, and getting things feels. out and like kind of not rebuilding relationships but just strengthening, strengthening them a little more and yeah. it was that that was really nice so I'm grateful like, that I had a good family to yeah. spend that time with and I feel like you're at an age where that is really important mm-hmm. to, like, reconnect with, like, your relationships within your family. Right. Because you're becoming an adult. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Paige, what's your next good thing? So my next best thing is getting to reconnect with myself and enjoy being alone again. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that's super important for people to really just enjoy being alone and, like, being strong and knowing who you are as a person by yourself as an individual and I feel like this experience has really allowed me to do that especially just kind of not seeing people a lot not being surrounded by a campus full of humans yeah constantly and never having my own space it I think I really got lost in the translation of it so coming home and kind of realigning myself with my goals like my beliefs my values all that and strengthening those has been honestly really great. And also getting to connect with people I don't like, I didn't get to talk to a lot like you or there's another friend from my gym who I didn't really get to see a lot because she was a senior in high school mm-hmm. this past year. So, and I'm really bad at texting. So I'm really <laughs> bad at staying in contact with people. It's no offense, but it's just one of my flaws. <laughs> but yeah, I think being able to really enjoy being alone and being okay being by myself again because I think I used to be really good at being by myself and being at school kind of got in the way of that so (laughs) I think just coming back and zoning into me again was great yeah that's definitely something I still need to work on right now (laughs) but you're always surrounded by people like your family's big like my my brother doesn't live with us anymore so it's just me and my parents Mm -hmm. But yeah, especially being a middle child, I've always had someone to play with, someone to talk to. Okay, so final upside of COVID for you. So I think throughout this whole thing, I've learned to stop judging myself so Mm -hmm. harshly. Obviously still working on it. Don't know if I will ever be perfect. Don't know if you ever can. It's just something that's set in us. We are our worst critics our own worst critics you you have to deal with yourself 24 7 exactly you never get a break <laughs> and I think what I was talking about um earlier about how like I was struggling with like body confidence at the beginning because I put on a little weight but I was really the only one that could notice it like it wasn't yeah. that noticeable but I felt it yeah and I think just like I had all this time just sit with myself and realize that would be so much better if I just 
liked who I am in the moment and enjoyed how my body is and enjoy how like it does fluctuate. That's how we're supposed to work. And obviously I still get down on myself. I still like yeah look at myself and feel bad about That's oh, a this constant isn't like that. for everyone. Exactly. But I think especially um during like the pandemic, during social distancing, being alone <laughs> I've had a lot more time to just stop criticizing myself so much especially like what Paige was saying earlier about social media I've really been able to like separate myself more obviously I it's something you really have to think about because it's so automatic to like compare yourself so much to someone and I think which is what you were talking about I literally put like both of my snapchat and my instagram and like a page in the depths of my phone oh that's smart like it's like five pages back Uh by itself yeah because I'm like I have to work to get there Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, because I I do really like instagram like that's my favorite social yeah Mm, I like youtube though but I, don't I know think just like every day, yeah, I don't know. But Instagram is my favorite one. Don't like Twitter. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Twitter. <laughs> sorry, Twitter. I'm so sorry, little birdie. <laughs> but yeah, um, scrolling through Instagram is just not that great for your mental health unless you're looking at it and are consciously trying not to be But also if you're just so yourself. confident in yourself, like, it won't phase mm-hmm. you. But I think if you kind of let yourself slip into that, like, insecurity yeah. stage and, like, moment, you kind of just are like, oh, my gosh, like, she's so pretty. Like, right. wh- why am I not like that? You just start comparing yourself unconsciously. Exactly. So I think I've been able to focus more or notice more, rather, that... I'm doing those things when I'm on social media, when I'm on Instagram, scrolling through all those pictures of really pretty girls comparing myself, like wanting to look like them, realizing that I can't look like them. That's a big thing is like these body types that I aspire to are just things I aren't attainable for me. And we will talk about body confidence in an upcoming episode. So (laughs) I will elaborate more on that. Right. But so, also just like yeah. sometimes you're kind of torn between following pretty girls and being like support support the women and be exactly. like, yeah, like she's so pretty. Of course, I'm going to follow her and support her. Mm-hmm. And then there's days when you're just not in the great greatest mindset and you're kind of just like, she's right. so pretty. Like, why am I not like that? Why can't I look like that? Yeah. Why? It's like, why are, why is my like thighs bigger than that? Why does my face exactly. not look like hers? Like, I'm all for it. Like, take those cute bikini pics. Like, like you show off great. your body if you got it, girl. Yeah. You, and I think we can like lift each other up but also it's just like not be so negative on ourselves yeah when you look at pictures like that because yeah you only want other people to like feel great too yeah and exactly you should want that for yourself as well <laughs> yeah you are part of the humans you like the you humans. matter too yeah you're part of the humans <laughs> you matter too like you gotta i think a lot of people separate themselves from everyone else just like It's just Mm -hmm. a conscious thing where you're just like, I'm me and then everyone else is them. Exactly. So you like kind of give the like benefit of the doubt to everyone else but yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, next time you're scrolling through Instagram, scrolling through Twitter, TikTok. (laughs) I don't use TikTok. I had it for a week and then I... Oh, I refused to TikTok. I was was over. But (laughs) if you do TikTok, that's fine. Um, (laughs) TikTok can be fun. (laughs) But yeah, next time you're looking at pictures, notice the comparisons that you're making and how most of it just really doesn't matter and is only hurting you. Yeah, and people like to post 
the highlights. Like, no one's going to post the bad days, the, yeah. oh, I'm feeling bloated today, look at me, like, super yeah. cute. Like, everyone's going to post when they're feeling, like, super confident, super into themselves. So, you only see you bits have to, and pieces. You have to keep that in mind. Like, you're not seeing the whole picture. Like, exactly. no one's life is that as great as their Instagram page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well said. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Paige, what's your last upside to the pandemic and what you've been through? I think the last thing that has really benefited me from this pandemic was learning to be really present just in everything I'm doing, just trying to make sure I'm very present and taking in every moment Mm -hmm. because I'm a very future-oriented person. I'm always planning. We all know I love to plan. So I'm always planning. I'm always looking ahead. I'm always thinking of what's going to happen next. What am I going to do next? All of that. So I think because I've had the time and not really been forced into a schedule of what I need to do next, like what's up, what's coming up, Mm -hmm. where's my next meeting, where's my next class, all that. So it's definitely allowed me to just really appreciate the moment I'm in and like appreciate being with my parents more, appreciate, you know, like getting to hang out outside and really just be present with everything around me. And I think that's something I don't really do well and I'm Mm -hmm. still working on it, but I think that's something that has really helped me during this time. Yeah, that's really important. I feel like I've gone through a little bit of that too. Yeah. But yeah, it's really important to... It fluctuates. It's up and down. Some days you just like, can't do it today. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Yeah. So that was our struggles and upsides of COVID, this whole entire pandemic and our experiences with it, and also the stuff we learned. So we're going to take a short little break and we'll come back with some tips and tricks on what you can do during this time to stay sane and keep your mental health on on par (laughs) so we are back and now we are going to be talking about what i like to call controllables and they're basically things that you, it's a list of things that you can control and be mindful of, especially during this time when we really don't have a lot of answers and sometimes it's really hard to cope with all just the unanswered questions everyone has. So here are some things that you can do uh, to keep in control and kind of feel a little normalcy in your life. So the first thing on our controllables list is your sleep routine. So obviously it's I feel like a lot of people have been like, oh, I'm staying up till 3 a.m. and I'm waking up at noon. Mm -hmm. And that's not going to make you, at least for me, it would not make me feel better about my day or feel motivated to do things and really take advantage of the time I have during the day. So I think one thing people can really be mindful of and stay in control of is your sleep schedule. Like make a time. It doesn't have to be a total extreme. You can't be going to bed at 3 a.m. and be like, I'm going to go to bed at 8 now. Mm -hmm. So just like slowly... Try to go to bed like 30 minutes earlier. So say you go to bed at midnight, try to go to bed at 11.30 and then wake up 30 minutes earlier. That I feel like would really help a lot of people. And especially if you guys agree that you feel more productive when you're up earlier in the day before everyone else, this will really help you really make the most of your time. Okay, the second controllable is your outlook on the whole pandemic, everything that's going on. And we're... A lot of us are very anxious, a lot of us are nervous about what's to come, and I think we can just focus less so on 
the future because the foreseeable future is so unknown. unknown. There is no foreseeable future at the moment. <laughs> the future doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And what Paige was talking about before with just living in the moment, taking things day by day, not being so anxious, not, you know, that's hard to just say, or it's easy to say, hard to put into practice, mm-hmm. but actually taking things day by day, doing the best that you can in one day, and just adding that on to the next instead of making this whole future plan and trying to work your way up to that. It's just so much better for your mental health. It's not, it's living in the moment, but also just preparing for each day. Like if you are, are someone who likes to plan like I am, don't look so far ahead. Like I've been stressing out about what am I doing in two years? What am I yeah, like, graduating? Like, what career am I gonna get? Yeah, what's what am gonna I gonna, happen? How am I gonna live? Am I gonna get into law school? All that, yeah. <laughs> and things are just uncertain right now. Minds change. Like things happen in life, and even before the pandemic, mm-hmm. like things will happen to you, yeah. and it's Unexpected. just exactly. And it's much better to just take them as they come. And again, easier said than done. But just being more mindful about how you react to things, how you react to the news, maybe watch less news so that your mind is a little more sane. The news definitely gives me some anxiety and stress Mm -hmm. sometimes. Like I wake up in the morning and I usually watch the news first thing in the morning and I haven't been able to do that lately because it makes me start my day super anxious. Right. But also another thing you guys can do if you're a planner is... Like, write out an affirmation you want for the next day and, like, say it to yourself throughout the day. Be like, I'm going to do my best that I can today. And obviously, your best, this is another thing, your best changes every single day. You can never be at your, it's like the best you did with what you have during that time. Exactly. I think people kind of expect, oh, my best is when I'm in my peak performance, top shape, top Mm -hmm. mental. It's like, no, like, your best changes every single day. And I think a lot of people don't realize that. Right, like if I can look back on the day and say, did I do the best that I could for that day? Let's say I'm having a hard day, feeling bloated, on my period, just want a snack, and I look back on it at the end of the day and just feel like, wow, I really did nothing. Like, what did I do? That's not good. Yeah. And then you should just think of it as, that's what your body needed that day. That's what your mind needed that day. Sometimes, like Paige was saying before, you just need to rest and that's okay. Yeah. And like your best can be, oh, today's my best. Like I'm going to go run a two mile jog. Or you can Uh be like, today's my best. I took a shower today. Right. It's just meeting yourself where you're at and Mm -hmm. really just, like I said, being mindful of your mindset, where you are in that moment and all of that. And I think a lot of people, that'll help a lot of people to be like conscientious of that Mm -hmm. and another thing you guys can do and I know some people may be a little uncomfortable with this but like just move your body your body feels so good when you're just moving around and being active and whether that's dancing like an idiot like Mm -hmm. in your room by yourself in the dark like whatever you need to do like I know Emily and I like to just dance around and be make fools of ourselves like who cares just get yeah, out if you move. don't feel like exercising one day and you're not having a good day, sometimes just putting on a song or two and just dancing by yourself in your room just helps so much. I know it boosts my mood a it's lot. It's such like a lighthearted activity. Even if you think you're the worst dancer in the world, like the only person who's going to judge you is yourself. And that's exactly. obviously something we want to work on and we tried to talk about in this podcast, in this episode. But 
I mean, I know some days I just look at myself, I'm like, this is, like, the goofiest thing. If someone walked in on me, I think it'd be the funniest thing. I know. You just have to learn to laugh at yourself Mm -hmm. and just move around, get jiggy with it. Yeah. (laughs) Even maybe do some yoga, that's Oh, yeah, yoga's great. But dancing is the best option. (laughs) Dancing's our first choice. Mm -hmm. But just doing anything, just get up and move your body for, like, five minutes every day if you can. Get your juices flowing, get your mind working. It really just kind of... Releases some endorphins and just gets you ready for the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, the last controllable that we're going to talk about is just getting outside, enjoying the fresh air. Getting some sunshine. Exactly. (laughs) We all need to be recharged and being outside is a great way to do that. Grounding is great. Just being connected to the earth, stepping your feet on grass. It's actually like a scientific thing. I don't know enough about it to talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> We're not but, scientists here. We're not qualified. <laughs> but I can do some research and mention it in another episode. But that is a great thing to do. Just even maybe like laying down, staring at the sky, <laughs> sitting under a tree, hugging a tree. Trees are great. <laughs> Trees just make me feel so much better. They keep if us I'm alive. by a tree. Yeah, it's great. So just, <laughs> it's a simple one, but get outside. It really helps for your... Yeah, get some sunshine on your skin, guys. Mm-hmm. For your mental health, for your physical health. Yeah. Just breathe some fresh air. And it's such a change of scenery. Mm-hmm. And you can socially distance and be outside. Exactly. You can go it's to a, a safe park way by to feel better. So we hope you guys liked this episode, and we hope that hearing about our struggles and the things that, the good that has come out of this whole situation has kind of helped you guys know that you're not alone and that everyone's everyone's struggling through this time and you just got to make the best out of every situation yeah and that's one of the main points of us creating this podcast is just to tell our stories share our experiences and let you guys know that you're not alone yeah that you're not crazy for thinking what you're thinking exactly (laughs) thank you so much for listening to this week's episode we hope you enjoyed Follow us on Instagram if you're not already at lovethatforus underscore podcast. We'll see you guys on next Wednesday. Woo! Woo-hoo. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.